I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What a game of footy that was last night in the pouring rain. I'm not sure if I've seen a better game of football in the rain, to be honest with you. I definitely know I haven't seen a better game of football in that sort of torrential rain. I thought the ball control by both teams was unreal. Uh, There was so much attacking footy in that game. Even though it was only 6-all for the majority of the game, I just thought it was sensational. Such an entertaining game. Up until the last minute, I had no idea how that was going to finish. You know, Parramatta, they scored two unbelievable tries. Make a Sivo, what on earth was doing last night? He was unbelievable. The aerial stuff that he's able to do, if if he was able to do that on a Sunday afternoon on a dry track, that would be incredible. To do it last night in the pouring rain like that, that was incredible. I I feel really sorry for the guy that was under those balls, George Jennings, and I know it'll become a really popular opinion after that to tell me George Jennings is a shit winger. He's so far from it. He's a really talented footballer, George Jennings. Um, Flies under radar how hard this guy works. Uh, I've spoken about it a little bit here and there, but he just hasn't been able to get a permanent gig anywhere. He he really is a hard-working player. He had 19 runs last night, 140 metres, 47 post-contact metres. Um, of course, we're never going to remember last night for his hard work, though. It was him under the high ball. But look, I'm going to be honest with you. Name me five wingers that would have stopped Mike Asiva last night. Honestly, name me five guys that would have competed with him in the air last night and not seen him score those tries. I I, I think you will be pushing shit uphill to find guys that would have beaten him on that. They were two pin-perfect kits put in the exact right spot. I, I just think it was great play by Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown. Sorry, the first one was from Dylan Brown. The second one was Mitch Moses from memory. Uh, incredible stuff. I feel really sorry for George Jennings. As I said, I guarantee you someone will tell me George Jennings is, is a shit winger this week off the back of that. I just don't think it's true. Uh, I thought his inside man, Remus Smith, scored his first try uh, from the Melbourne Storm. Really impressive. The other centre, Olam. My God. How good was he? He was incredible. Bit of a brain explosion on the last play with that kick, but for the rest of the game, he was impressive. Uh, The guy that was marking him, 
Neokore, um, I'm sorry, is Wonga Blake going to get this jersey back? Neokore was unbelievable last night. When I saw him named at centre, I straight away went, oh, Munster and Olam, this could be anything here. My God, he played so well, Neokore. That was so impressive from him. A really, really impressive performance from him. I thought he would really, really struggle, but he did an absolute number on Olam, to be honest with you. I thought he defended him incredibly well. So impressive. Um, thought Pappenhausen from the Melbourne Storm, another solid game. He's just everywhere, Pappy. Um, I haven't. I'm just having a look at his runs now. Yeah, 26 runs. I felt like he was just going all night. 246 meters. Um, he was. He was very impressive, Patty. Oh, Pappy obviously laid on that try for Olam. Um, pretty average kick. He actually kicked it twice in about half a second. Uh, but try assist to try assist. Uh, got the storm on the board, got them back in the game. I thought he was really impressive. Jerome Hughes didn't think it was his best game. Um, yeah, I, I thought he took the wrong option a couple of times. I thought that the Melbourne Storm could have put two tries on them in the first 10 minutes if Hughes would have gone the right way. There was one where he kicked it back infield. I thought Remus Smith and um, Jennings had them out wide on the right edge. He kicked it back in. There was a couple of other just poor options that he took that I just didn't, I don't know, just didn't make sense to me. Uh, very rare from Jerome Hughes, though. And look, I, I say he took bad options. He still turned the ball over a metre away, uh, a metre out of the Parramatta in goals. But uh, I just thought there were better options available to him. But being a seven uh, in those sort of conditions, no easy feat. Um, Brandon Smith, look, he's a good hooker. I think you heard... Uh, Cameron Munster blowing up at him a few times for those passes. I think you saw when he went back to lock how much more comfortable he's looked. I've been saying this for ages. He's a good nine. He's a fantastic 13. Um, you really saw... I'll, I'll tell you what, the, the one thing that impressed me about Melbourne, and I know people say, oh, you're, you're a Melbourne homer, blah, 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 and, and that's fine, but it's those sort of games that I thought they were going to miss Cam Smith the most. And they did, don't get me wrong, but they, they never really lost their heads. They didn't go terribly away from their structures. They weren't, they weren't perfect, which we expected, but I think once you get Harry Grant back, you are going to see a different side. And I, I still think one of the biggest, biggest pluses they can possibly get out of Harry Grant returning is that you get to see Brandon Smith, um, jump into the 13 jersey. It's going to make a massive difference. Uh, there was a crucial try Junior Paulo scored where the young fella off the bench, Smoothie, uh, came up with a pretty weak tackle. I'm sure that he'll be hearing from Craig Bellamy this week. It won't be a fun few days for him around camp. Um, and that really opened the gap up for the Parramatta Eels to win this game. Very disappointing for him. And I just feel like if you had Harry Grant and Brandon Smith on the field, which in a few weeks they will at that time, Parramatta, they probably don't score that try, yeah. Um, a, a, a tough night for the kid. I thought Christian Welsh, when he came on in the second half, he was unbelievable. One of the premier front rowers in our game, he was sensational. Felice Kafusi uh, got in a bit of Barney Rubble at one point with a shot on Ryan Madison. Um, I probably need to watch it a few more times for a comment on it properly, but live... I, I didn't actually think there was any malice in it. I just thought it ended up being a sort of an awkward moment. But Maddo was not in a good place at all. So I'm sure there will be a suspension there. But as I said, I really haven't watched it close enough. I need to have another look at it uh, to make my mind up there. Uh, Nass got injured. That was unfortunate. I think Tui Kamakamika, he's turning into a really good little footballer. I think he played 40-odd minutes or so there. Just a, another big body that's going to be so damaging for them. Uh, one guy I didn't mention was Cam Munster. Thought he had a solid game without being outstanding. Uh, a couple of good kicks and whatnot. Uh, but probably by his standards, probably a quiet game. Now, on the other side of the park, Parramatta Eels. Now, I've been quite critical of them over the years. Um, I was quite critical of them yesterday, talking about them, saying that they wouldn't be able to compete with this mob. And look, 
This is Parramatta's 1-17, essentially, without Wonga Blake. But I'm sorry, the guy that came in for him played better than Wonga Blake has the last few weeks anyway, in my opinion, or the last year or so. Um, and look, the Melbourne Storm, they've got a lot of improving to do. They've got Harry Grant to come back in. They've got Brandon Smith to go back to third A, and they've got Branko Lee to walk back in. There's a, there's a lot of pluses to come out of that side. But I thought this Parramatta team... They played really well, yeah, and they hung in there. Clint Gutherson, I have numerous times said that I don't think his skill set is up there with the top standard of fullbacks. I stand by that, but it's his effort areas that are unbelievable. It is effort built on effort, and tonight was another classic example. Um, Remus Smith scored a try in the first half, but about eight seconds before that, he saved a try, a definite try. Cam Munster was going to score. Unbelievable moment. I was versing Munster in my draft comp and had Remus Smith in my team, so it was about a 40-point swing for me. It was fantastic. Uh, but that that play by by Clint Gutherson, I, I reckon he saved two to three tries last night. He was simply incredible, Gut, though. Just, he just, no one puts in more effort than him. Unbelievable. Uh, Mike Acevo, as I said before, just an outstanding individual performance. If you get the kick right, just impossible to stop realistically. Really impressive from him. Uh, Tom Opachik, I yeah, I don't know. I, I thought he, he was he was going to cost them the game at the back end. This is a guy that he tries hard. He works hard. He's always in for tough carries, but I just... I'm not convinced on Tom Opachik. And I've said this all preseason. I said, look, the, the loss of Michael Jennings is going to be massive. And I thought you were going to see it for the first time in this game. Uh, the Melbourne Storm went for a short kickoff. And Opachik, he was standing in front of the 40-meter line and let the ball hit him. I mean, I know you're tired. I get it. I understand. I know it's easy for me sitting on my couch. But fuck, you've got to know the rules, don't you? You have to know the rules at least off a kickoff. I just, that one really blew me away. Um, Dylan Brown, I thought he was really solid tonight. Jeez, he's a tough footballer. He just, if there's nothing on, he'll he'll just go himself. I love that. He doesn't give the ball to anyone that's not in a better position than him. I love that about Dylan Brown. Mitch Moses, another consistent game. A couple of good kicks. Obviously, not the sort of a night for a halfback to dominate the way that that he he usually plays, but I thought he kicked really well, controlled it. Reed and Campbell-Gillard, another good stint. Reed Marnie, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, I think it would have been great to see him come up against Harry Grant tonight. I think that would have been a fantastic matchup. Hopefully we see it later in the season. But right now, I mean, it's only been two games or whatever. But, geez, hard to argue that Reed Mahoney isn't the form hooker of the game. Uh, that that there was, there was a kick that he put in from about halfway, and it, it just looked like Cam Smith. He just he found touch 10 metres out. It was just perfect. Later try on for Junior Paulo in the championship minutes. He did the same thing last week with Junior Paulo. Um, and he just the service he gives, like whenever Nathan Brown is charging onto that ball, Nathan Brown comes about 15 metres behind the ruck, and Reed Marnie just hits him in the breadbasket every single time. He's got an incredible pass on him, Reed Marnie. I thought he was very impressive. His running game has improved out of sight. He's doing really well. Junior Paulo, um, I mean, you all saw him. He was he was just, he's something else, Junior Paulo, at the moment. Now, I feel like he's right in the peak of his career right now, right in that sweet spot where he can just do anything. He can be the most damaging ball runner in the game. He can be one of the more damaging ball players in the game. Like, he can just do everything at the moment, Junior Paulo. Very, very impressive. Sean Lane, a little bit lost to me. Looks a little bit unfit to me, if I'm honest with you. Sean Lane, I, th- I think he's a few steps off the mark. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to hold his spot for much longer, if I'm perfectly honest with you. Hopefully, Ryan Madison's okay. I haven't heard an injury report on him. But Sean Lane, he's a guy I would be going at if I was versing Parramatta in the back end. He looks absolutely gassed to me. Coming off the bench, Isaiah Papali'i. This is a guy I spoke about in the trials, about how impressive he looked. But I just didn't think the minutes would be there. 
played 56 minutes again tonight, and he's going to be an absolute superstar. I think he scored 59 points in Supercoach. That's before updates. I think he'll go up. Very, very impressive for Papa Lee. Um, I, geez, I'll tell you what. When I spoke in the preseason, I was naming my team list, and I had Tino on the bench of the Titans, and there was uproar everywhere. I got all these abusive messages sent to me, and I said, look, you've got to understand, your bench is more important than ever. Just because a guy's on the bench, it's not a downgrade. He can still play 50, 60 minutes off the bench, but be there for a more crucial 50, 60 minutes. And this is what I was talking about. Yeah, you can see the game changing in front of you, the impact that this kid has, the impact that Brandon Smith's going to have at the back end of the season coming off the bench. There is a place in rugby league for these guys coming off the pine to be crucial. It's a position now. It's not a downgrade. It's not the worst players are on the bench. There is a position there, and they are serving a purpose, and it is defining games. It is playing such a huge role. This guy has been massive the last two weeks. He's what got Parramatta back in that game last week. They don't win that without him. I don't think they they, they, they win last night against Melbourne without him either. He was unbelievable. Uh, Nia Corey played center. Very impressive. Hipgrave didn't play many minutes. Didn't look too bad, though. Um, the one guy I'm going to touch on is Nathan Brown, and I'm going to talk... I'm going to have another podcast dropping over the next day or two talking about him. Uh, I just thought he was so impressive last night. An incredible footballer. Look, Parramatta, have they made me think they're contenders? Uh, look, they, they've gone closer to it. I'm not, I don't think they're contenders yet, to be honest with you. I think they're going to play Melbourne later in September. They're going to be primed. They're going to have Harry Grant back. They're going to have Dale Finucane back. They're going to have Branko Lee back. They're going to have... Um, they're going to have Brandon Smith back at 13. Hughes isn't going to play that poor. Munster's going to be more up front. I just think they're going to have so much more to offer. Nelson Osofa Solomona isn't going to be injured. They're going to have so much more to offer coming into the back end. And f- to be honest with you, and w- w- once again, I know I get called a Melbourne homer, and that's completely fine. I'll cop that on the chin because, I mean, they keep winning. So say what you will. I'll tell you what, I thought Melbourne played. P- well tonight, but nowhere near their potential. Nowhere near where they can. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you go position by position, I think a lot of the Parramatta guys were better. They lost by four points. Yeah, they lost by four points. Parramatta scored two tries off unbelievable efforts off kicks. Um, I know the Melbourne Storm scored a pretty dog shit try off a kick. I understand that, but I mean, if there's one team that I know that on the big stage are going to deliver and not going to rely off tries off kicks, it's the Melbourne Storm. Parramatta, I'm not convinced yet. That was a very impressive performance, though, last night. Parramatta, they are definitely heading in the right direction, and they have put a bit of fear in me that at the back end of the season I could have a bit of egg on my face, but I don't think they will. I still don't think they'll compete with a team like the Melbourne Storm when we get to the business end. Um, as I said, though, more than happy to be proven wrong. A really impressive performance by Parramatta. Uh, a good knock by the Melbourne Storm. They got a lot of improvement in them. Uh, but Parramatta, they will take a lot of confidence out of that. That, that meant a lot to them. You saw when Reid Marnie... The other thing I want to mention with Reid Marnie, the play at the back end after Opacic gives away the penalty on halfway for not knowing the rules. Uh, they go down the left-hand side, Melbourne, and Justin Olam, after having a cracking game, has a bit of a brain explosion, puts a kick down, it hits ankles, it was not on, it bounces up, and it lands in Munster's arms. And it just looked like one of those moments that Cam Munster has where it hits three three legs, an elbow, and then it bounces up and it hits his chest. And it looked like Munster was going to score. And Reed Marnie 
I think he made 63 tackles or something ridiculous like that. And the one that mattered the most was the last one of the night. It was a desperation tackle to win that game for Parramatta. Knocked the ball out of Munster's hands. It was an incredible effort. That poor bastard, he's playing 80 minutes. I'm just scrolling through to see his tackles now. 80 minutes, 59 tackles. 59 tackles he made. Simply incredible. And the 59th one was the most important one of the night. After 80 minutes... 58 tackles, he's 59 tackle. He knocks the ball loose out of Cam's, out of Cameron Munster's hands on second tackle to end that game and win it for, Par- for Parramatta. His team, they were absolutely on the ropes. I, I'm not sure if they would have got through that last set of six, to be honest with you. I'm really not. A massive play from Reid Marnie. It has been one hell of a start to a season for him. Really excited to watch him unfold for the rest of the season. He's obviously put in a heap of work this offseason. Very, very impressive from Reid Marnie and the Parramatta Eels. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.